you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons limited series. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Welcome to We Are Survivors, a podcast about The Last of Us in The Last of Us Part 2. I am Jarrett, but you can call me Ja, and I'm here with my friend, Bobby Schisler, also known as Blazin' Bob. Hey, 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 Ja. Hey, and yeah, so the last time we talked about the bus depot, the Firefly Lab, and the epilogue, and that's pretty much the end of the game. I can't remember how long it took for this to come out, but after The Last of Us came out, there was a DLC called The Left Behind, and that is what this episode is about. So this actually shouldn't take too long, because the DLC itself, the entire thing, was about two hours, maybe two and a half hours. If that, I, yeah, yeah, I think that's, one, that's, that's like on a slow play. Yeah, it's on a, a slow play. So, you know, the DLC takes, behind, uh, takes place um, between the university and Lakeside Resort, so... At the university, that's when Joel gets hurt and has the rebar put through his stomach. Uh, and, you know, after Ellie is able to help Joel get to the horse and, uh, you know, get away from the university, you know, Joel's really hurt. So they find this mall to take cover and she needs to find supplies to stitch up Joel. And throughout the DLC, there's flashbacks like, you know, it's flashbacks to before The Last of Us, you know, back before Ellie got infected. And that's where the bulk of the story takes place because the stuff that's happening in the current time in Colorado, not really, nothing's really happening there. There is one thing I do want to bring up though, and I don't know how widespread it was, but there was a companion comic that went with this DLC. Like, you know, the DLC, the Boston part of the DLC takes place before The Last of Us. And the comic takes place before that. The comic is actually yep. about uh, how Ellie and Riley met. And, I, uh, and also uh, their first encounter with the Fireflies and Marlene. And also like stuff like how Ellie got her knife. Yep. That, her, that, 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 that knife of hers is actually her mother's knife. Yep. I actually watched a storyboard, a YouTube storyboard of the comic because I had no way to get yeah. the comic, you know? Yeah, no way to get the comic. I got the comic when they sent me... Uh, code for the DLC because we were doing reviews back then. It was uh, I miss those times sometimes, but like you know, you get, yeah, you get some pr- cool pretty swag. cool stuff. Yeah, you get cool, cool swag. swag for doing it. Um, but we were doing reviews back then, and uh, you know, I got the I got the the comic, and um, yeah, that's basically like it, it was just kind of giving you even more information on the world, on Ellie, on Marlene, on Riley. Um, actually some, some other interesting things you find out, like, uh, you, there's actually a class system in the last of us, like in the, in the federal controlled cities. So the soldiers are actually basically higher class citizens, right? Like it's kind of a threat to be thrown down into general population because the soldiers get better jobs and they get more rations. Whereas people who are in general population get less rations and they also, you know, get shittier jobs. Because yep. uh, your jobs are assigned to you. And that's one of the things we saw in the beginning chapters of The Last of Us, where, you know, one, people were only getting half rations because they were running out. And also they were, um, you know, some people were getting drafted to do work outside the walls. So, I mean, ultimately, like the plot 
of the, the the comic is Riley trying to find the Fireflies, which they do. But I don't want to get too deep into that because you know it's not like I think I don't think most people really experience that. And like Bob said, you can go online and you know probably find a YouTube video that explains everything that happens into the comics and yeah. the comic. So and it'll show the it'll show the actual comic art and all that too. It's pretty neat. Yeah. So let's let, like we're gonna do one a little different because we usually go by chapters in in chronological order, but I think we're gonna talk about the flashback first because, like I said, that's the that's the big thing. That's where uh, the bulk of the story takes place. So it starts off with Ellie sleeping and she's woken up by Riley, who like bites her neck, like making her you know kind of like playing around and mm. you know generally being a dick. Riley? Ow. I landed on my hip. What the hell? I thought I was bitten. I know. It was kind of awesome. You're not going to kill me, are you? I haven't seen you, and I don't even know how long. 45 days. Well, 46, technically. Want to know what I've been up to? All this time, I thought you were dead. Yeah. Here. Look. No way. You're a firefly. What are you doing? I'm making sure I don't get caught with a firefly in my room. Relax. There are no soldiers on the entire floor. Here, congrats. Hey. Are we cool? Are we cool? I disappeared and you're mad. And I owe you an explanation. Let's get out of here and I'll tell you all about it. It's almost morning and I have military drills. You know, where we learn how to kill fireflies. Put some pants on and let's go. I'm so dumb. Come on. When have we ever gotten into trouble? And, you know, Ellie's pretty, she's kind of pissed because she hasn't seen Riley for about 46 days, um, you know, and she thought she was dead. But Riley reveals that she became a firefly, which Ellie, uh, you know, she's kind of happy for. But at the same time, Ellie's like, well, now she's worried that they're, they're going to get caught with Riley in her room. She's like, I can't be caught with a firefly because remember, Ellie, this is Ellie's in military school and she is in training to become a soldier. Uh, and you know she uh, she doesn't want to get kicked out because, like I just said, the general population gets the the the, the shitty jobs. Um, one thing that the also that the comic book does bring up is that Riley is older than Ellie. Riley is about I, th- I think she's fifteen. Ellie is actually at this point Ellie she might be fourteen, thirteen, uh, but I she might she be thirteen. F- she's thirteen. She was fourteen in the game for sure. Yeah. So she's either 13. thirteen, she's either thirteen or fourteen in in the comic uh or at least at this part but riley's 15 and when they turn 16 they are soldiers they get a gun put in their hand they get you know post assignments you know stuff like that um so for riley to become a firefly when she's 15 if you consider that she'd be a soldier at 16 isn't that big of a difference that's just the world that they live in you know they're they're old enough at that point so riley wants to know if her and elliot cool and elliot's like no she's pissed that she disappeared 
Uh, apparently, and this is you, you begin this a little later in the DLC, but apparently they had like a huge argument before Riley ended up leaving. So you know Ellie is not too happy, and Riley wants to take her somewhere. She has a surprise for her. So uh, they go out and on their way to wherever they're going. Um, Riley tells Ellie about how she became a firefly as they make their way through an abandoned building. And, uh, you know, she essentially she tailed a firefly, like somebody she recognized, into an alley. Uh, she was ambushed. And they took her to Marlene, who was actually expecting her. You know, so this, like, Marlene was expecting that Riley was going to uh, come looking for them. It's a, and, it's like a red passage for the fireflies. Like, they, like everybody gets turned away once. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like you know, they they get turned away once because uh, Marlene and the Fireflies want to make sure make sure that you're serious. Uh, I guess I am gonna have to talk more about the comic book because because yeah, it, ex- <laughs> like it, it explains so much. Yeah, like basically the first time they run into Marlene and the Fireflies, like Marlene was acting like she was gonna kill them. You know, she was like really putting them to the test. Like you know, are you like look at this guy? He's dead. You know, the, are you sure this is like this is what happens to fireflies? You know, I, I should kill you right now. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that was like a really big test, and Marlene wanted to make sure that she wanted to be a firefly, and so she was expecting her to come back, and that's why they didn't kill her this time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, like there's also like she was she also talked a little bit about the initiation. This is neither in the game nor the the comic book. But she talked about how they made her kill something. They don't say what. So I don't know if they made her kill an infected or did they make her kill a soldier? Because she had already killed infected uh, at that point. Riley had. So I don't know if they made her kill a soldier or not. But yeah, you know, Ellie says, well, maybe I should join the Fireflies. And then Riley said she already asked Marlene about that. And Marlene said no. And we know why Marlene said no. Because Marlene knew Ellie's mother. She said she was going to keep her safe. And yep. that's why she said no. So that's an easy one. But eventually they get to the mall. So that's where she wants to take Ellie. She wants to take Ellie to the Liberty Gardens Mall. And it's abandoned, but they know a way their way around because you know, they have been there before. There was a soldier who lived there who kind of guarded that place. He lived there and he knew Riley. Like he didn't kick her out. He made, you know, like if, if she was around, as long as she didn't cause any trouble. It was fine. It was kind of like an, an older guy. So, uh, you know, but apparently he died of natural causes. And so they were checking this stuff out. But that he was kind of uh, their friend. Uh, you know, they're making their way through the mall. Uh, I guess a tunnel, not a tunnel, but a path they used to take. It almost collapses on them. When I'm looking at it, right before they go into it, I'm like, it's underneath the car. It's underneath the rubble. That's a bad idea. I would have never, even as a kid, I wouldn't have been that adventurous. <laughs> like, not me. Like, no, like, fuck that. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I might have. I did a lot of weird stuff as a kid. Went in weird caves and underground, under streets. You know, those like water drainage things you could like walk through. Yeah. We'd like go through to the other side. It was like scary. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's one thing, but going underneath like a collapsed like building, like crawling I, through, no thanks. Yeah. I guess, but you know, maybe kids are a little more adventurous at this time you know maybe i mean the world's <laughs> falling apart what else you're gonna do but uh you know instead they in, in, in their effort to get around they find a halloween supply store so they spend some time in there and i think that's that's a lot more character building that's the goal there because they put on masks they you know mess around uh they're just doing kid shit 
they play you games know? like there's all kinds of little it's a really weird it's a really weird thing to play through like i think that's why they keep switching you back to like present time where you're trying to help joel is because it would be weird to just play that whole section through straight you'd be like what am i playing you know well i mean it's just it's just story where you interact some right well that's that's the thing they're just trying to that it is literally just story building that's what they're trying to do and they're trying to get you to understand their relationship and that and it's more than just like, friends right exactly so they they even find that that was i forget what it's called it was basically like a magic eight ball but it's inside of a skull they find that and I don't know. I think you can ask it like 30 or 40 different questions. Cause I did them all. Like yep. I just stood there and just kept having the button until she was. And there's also uh, a joke book. You could just keep telling the jokes until it, she just puts it away. That's, that's later on. That's the pun book. And like I said, it's a difference, not a joke book. It's a pun book. True. <laughs> there's True. a difference, Bob. Yeah. So after you make it through that store, you have this little like brick throwing contest. Like you, you throw like bricks through like car windows. Like there are cars in the mall. You know, how you see cars in the mall. Yep. And I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you can't lose that. Maybe you can. Cause like Riley is just super slow on throwing the books, br- bricks. Yeah. And um, I went pretty slow. Cause like she, they said, uh, break all the windows. I like, yeah. didn't realize at first the idea. To, I was on like, roof. Well, yeah, the 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 no, the sunroof I broke, but I didn't realize I needed to walk around the the uh, the oh the other the side yeah. and get the other side. I was like, I won. What's going on? And I just stood there, and she still she still had only broken like three like three of the windows when I'd broken everything except the two windows on the driver's side. Yeah, I was like, did you forget that cars have like at least six windows, Bob? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I was just thinking like this is a picture. I wasn't thinking in 3D. Right, gotcha. Yeah, so like I said, I don't think you can lose that. But when you win it, like you're going to ask her a question. But I, I, the thing about it is like any question you ask her, you're going to get like a non-answer for it. You're not really going to get a good answer. So it doesn't matter. To me, it doesn't matter what you pick, you know? Yeah. She's... It just, Riley's guarded about something at this right. point. So, you know, you go a little further and you realize the surprise is that you can actually power up the mall. You can turn the power on in the mall. And, you know, they, whatever is in the mall, you can finally do. Like, they've been going through this mall for years, I guess. Uh, and now they can actually see what this stuff does. So, you know, you power up the mall, you come out, and there's like a Ferris wheel in there. There's like a photo booth. Uh, I did the photo booth first. I'm not sure. Did you you do the photo booth, Bob? I did. Yes, I did the photo booth where you do, you know, photo booth things. You make the super serious face. You make the scared face. Oh, look at that face, you know. Right. I love photo booths. So, of course, I had to do this in the game because I got all kinds of pictures of me doing crazy stuff at. It's my favorite thing when someone has it at a wedding. Oh yeah, so they have they have the photo booth. You do that, and then actually at the end you can upload your stuff to Facebook. Still, like you know, and they're like, "What's I a Facebook?" That was a joke. Okay, no, you, no, no, you can't really do it though in the game. Yes, you can. If you're if you ha- if your Facebook account is uh, attached to your PlayStation, 
Oh, you can upload it to wow. Facebook. Wow, I didn't know that. I just thought it was a throwback to, you know, society before. That's hilarious. No, yeah. If your Facebook account is attached to your PS to your PlayStation, you can do it. So, and then they try to print it out, and there's no paper, so they keep hitting the buttons, and the machine breaks. Uh, but you ride the Ferris wheel. Right after the Ferris wheel is where you get the the pun book. That <laughs> that's where you get the pun book. Yeah, well, and, I, yeah. Well, I knew it was later. I was just pointing out weird things that happened throughout the thing. I guess I wasn't going in chronological order. Plus, I don't right. remember the order really well. Uh well, right after that, that's where you find the arcade, and there's an Angel Knives game in the arcade. If you remember, that's the comic book that you collect throughout the. I did not actually put what, that together. That's the comic book that you collect throughout the throughout the game. It's actually called. The comic book is Star Survivor or whatever. Um, I think it's called Star Survivor or I forget what it's called, but Angel Knives is the character. Gotcha. I kind of so, wish the comic books you collected were, there was more to that. I thought that was going to get to read them or something. Like, kind of wished that there was more to that whole deal. But I did not put that together at, at all. No, yeah, the comic book is just collectible. That's just a collectible item. So I don't think there's anything you get if you if you get them all. I don't think but I yeah, so, did get them all either. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I I just went through the game. I just I, I didn't really pay attention. If I saw them, I got them. If I didn't, I didn't. No <laughs> big deal. Same. I, if you're if you're if you're hunting platinum trophies, maybe that's a different story. <laughs> you know, like you're you're one of those people who wants to get a plat trophy. Yeah, I am not but, um, a uh, I'm not a completist. I think the last game that I did complete completely was Final Fantasy VII, but that's extremely rare for me. I'm usually not an achievement hunter, and I didn't do that because of achievement. I just did that because I didn't want to stop playing Final Fantasy. <laughs> right, yeah, you wanted more. So that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you find the arcade, you find the Angel Knives game, but it's broken. So then they do this like little sequence where she's like dictating what's happening in the game and you're imaginary playing it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it, it, from a gameplay perspective, gives you something to do. From a story perspective, it's meh, <laughs> you know. But after yeah. that, I think that's when that's when the story really starts to because right up in this point, they're just kind of building the characters, up, building building up their relationship, and now you kind of get into the heart of the subject. Hey, you know what? We should head back. I need to head back. You got plenty of time. Riley, I don't have any more strikes left at this place. Tomorrow we'll just pick up where we left off. I can't. We'll, we'll just do it another day then. <laughs> okay, Firefly Grill, when? They've asked me to leave. Leave what? Boston. I'm supposed to join a group in another city. I argued with them to stay here, but you know how Marlene is. Nothing's easy with her, everything's a test. They're picking me up tomorrow. Okay. That's it? Well, what do you want me to say? I don't know, how about some friendly advice? <laughs> I'm serious. Why did you bring me here? 
I wanted to see you. No, why did you bring me here? I don't know. You want my advice? Go. Come on, let's just say our goodbyes. I'm gonna go check out this music. Riley! Riley! God damn it! And, you know, it's, it's, it's getting later early, I should say, because they left at the nighttime. And they hear music coming from another store, and Riley wants to check it out. But Ellie's like, well, we can just come back tomorrow. I need to get back. You know, I don't really have any more strikes at this place, and I don't want to get thrown to the general populace. Uh, so, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. Let's just come back tomorrow. And Riley's like, I can't come back tomorrow. She's like, okay, well, then the next day. She's like, no. She's like, okay, well, we'll win then. And then Riley reveals to her that she's actually being moved out of the city. You know, she's supposed to go. She, the Fireflies are making a move someplace else, and that she wanted to stay. But she can't. Like Marlene won't let her. She's basically and, saying that she's basically saying goodbye. Yeah, this whole thing was about saying goodbye, essentially. And you know, Ellie is like clearly upset, and she kind of closes herself off. She's like, "Okay," you know. And then that upsets Riley. And Riley is like, "Well, you know, she's she's like, well, give me some advice. What do you think?" And she's like, Ellie's like, you know, what advice, <laughs> you know. Uh, and she wants to know why Riley brought her there. And she says she isn't sure. So Ellie just tells her to go. You know, that's her advice. Just go. So Riley goes to the other part of the mall where she hears the music coming from. And this is where I knew trouble's going to start. Because I'm like, okay, well, music's playing. That's going to attract infected. You know, that's that's never good. But I thought as soon as they turned on all the lights and the Ferris wheel, like I was like, oh, gosh. We're about to get into it, and then, you know, it didn't. Yeah, well, they are. They were making a bunch of noise, so, yeah, I, I guess maybe the, er, earlier we would have heard Infected as well. But in the other part of the, the well, in the other store that they, they went to, uh, you know, they start talking again. You ever seen anything like this? Are we just done talking? I don't know. Are we? You don't get to be pissed off at me. I'm pissed off at you. For what? Asking you what you think? When have you ever cared about what I think? We were good. We were better than good, and then you told me to fuck off, and then you just up and vanish. This whole day. Uh, you feel guilty? You want an out? I I'm, I'm giving it to you. I'm supposed to be holed up on the other side of town. I get caught as a firefly, I'm dead. Guilt didn't make me cross a city full of soldiers, Ellie. And yeah, I did some shit that I don't know how to take back, but I'm trying. Speaking of, those water guns you've been dreaming of? I nearly got shot for these. Surprise. Okay. First, I'm gonna destroy you. 
and then we'll talk. You're about to get drenched. See <laughs> so what you got, Firefly girl. <laughs> and Ellie's like, well, you know, why'd you, you know, she's still like, why'd you bring me here? Like, why'd you come to see me? Uh, did you, you know, is it because you have a guilty conscience? Because like I said before, apparently they had a big argument before Riley left, you know, and then she just didn't see Riley again. And Riley was saying that she wouldn't have crossed the city full of soldiers for a guilty conscience, you know? And then she also realized, because one thing that we didn't bring up was that Ellie had been talking about these water guns that gotten, had gotten confiscated and she wanted to, to get, and she almost got them one time and ended up, uh, you know, getting in trouble, getting caught. But it turns out that when Riley came to get Ellie, she also got the water guns back and they had a whole time. And then they actually have a water gun fight to kind of make up, you know? Did you win that? Can you win that? Because I got my butt kicked. I think you can. I'm pretty sure the first time I did it, I won it. This time I did not. This time I I didn't. I feel like if you can win, I feel like you'd have to practice a lot because I was like, God, she she keeps getting me. (laughs) Right, yeah. felt like they made it so you couldn't win. Well, in the last time, the first, so in the first two rounds of the water gun fight you cannot see where she is in the last round you can you can see where she is if you do the listening it shows you where she is oh i i Uh, I don't even know if i thought to use that yeah you can but i I still ended up losing and i was like okay whatever but yeah you're right because they do have a cutscene where she kind of gets into your face uh, about losing yeah but you know after that after the water gun fight, they kind of come to terms with each other. And Ellie is still, she's being nice. Or she's, being, she's still saying that she should go. She should do what she wants. Because she knows that she wanted to be a firefly. Hey, so I said it like an asshole. But I totally meant it. You should go. I mean, this is something that you've wanted for, you know, forever. So... Who am I to stop you? The one person that can. No, please don't go. I'll be so miserable without you. I'll be fine. And you'll be fine. And we'll see each other again. Riley's like, okay. She asked to get Ellie's Walkman, which is actually a big thing that was in the comic book. I think Ellie got her Walkman stolen twice. And, um... You know, she Riley hooks up the Walkman to the stereo equipment that's in the store. That's where the music's coming from. And they start playing the music on the Walkman. And so they're, like, dancing and stuff like that. And as they're dancing, Ellie stops, and she's like, don't go. You know, I don't want you to go. And Riley rips off her Firefly tag, so she's going to stay. And that's when Ellie kisses Riley and then apologizes. But then Riley's like, apologize for what? So apparently the feeling is mutual yeah you know? and I, this was a little weird for me because it felt like the emotions they were talking about <laughs> were so much older than their than their age and it took like it threw me off at first but then i thought to myself well maybe i'm thinking about this in my society and you know just like you said when you're 16 in this society you basically become an adult you know like you become a a soldier and so i was like maybe they just develop you know more adult feelings earlier you know 
that would make more that would make a lot of sense especially since you don't really have time to be a kid in the society like in our society people try to preserve their child's innocence and yeah uh, you know that the, being a child for as long as possible but even in 2020 of the re, of of reality there are places in this planet where children don't have that luxury well yeah they don't have I the luxury also, of staying a child i thought about like the wild west and i mean you were an adult at 15 14 you know because this the lifespan was so much shorter right yeah that's the thing like yeah you uh it would make more sense for them to develop faster here but you know this is kind of short-lived because they're just like okay well what are we you know what are we gonna what are we gonna do we're trying to figure out you know what to do now and uh that's when the infected rush the store because the music that they're playing has has like a lot of beat to it it has like some bass to it um and so that's it, it riles up the infected and they come into the store and now they have to run away so that's what you're doing in the game like you just kind of run away from the infected cut through different corridors stuff like that and riley makes it up some scaffolding ellie goes up too almost makes it out and ellie falls down so ellie gets attacked riley comes down to help her out and they both fight off the infected. However, when they fought off the infected, they both got bit. Right? And now yep. they're now they're they're trying to figure out what to do. What are we gonna do? The way I see it, we got two options. Option one. You take the easy way out. It's quick and painless. I'm not a fan of option one. Two? We fight. Fight for what? We're gonna turn into one of those things. There are a million ways we should have died before today. In a million ways we can die before tomorrow. But we fight for every second we get to spend with each other. Whether it's two minutes or two days, we don't give that up. I don't want to give that up. My vote? Let's just wait it out. You know, we can be all poetic and just lose our minds together. What's option three? Sorry. cool because this you know like she tells joel this story in the actual game and she talks about being poetic and stuff and like this is where it actually happens so you're like okay okay and it gives you kind of some perspective on how sad that moment was when she was telling joel the story 
kind of like, right. you know, you know, because you think about Joel's loss throughout the entire game, but I say I was guilty of kind of not really thinking Ellie's loss was as big of a deal type of thing. And I think this put it into perspective for me that, yeah, it was a really big deal. Right. Yeah. So, you know, they have a conversation and Riley is like, you know, we got a couple options. We can either kill themselves or they can fight. And, you know, they decided to wait it out. But my thing is like, fight, like you're going to be an infected in like a day. Like we we saw that happen with Sam. Like there's nothing like, you have less than 24 hours now uh, for the most part. There's no fighting. There's no tr- trying to do anything. It's like within 24 hours, you're going to start to turn. Uh, and obviously for Riley, that was the case. And they don't say what happens to Riley because at some point, Riley and Ellie go their separate ways. Right. And they don't say if Riley, if Ellie has to kill Riley or not. Oh no. Cause they're together. Oh yeah. Okay. But we do know that 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 Riley turns in front of her because she tells Joel that in the story. But right. she did never say if she had to kill her though. Huh. Right, exactly. So that's the thing. Like she doesn't say that, which would be maybe even more devastating for her, which is a possibility. I mean, maybe in The Last of Us Part Two they'll explain that or they'll they'll talk about that. Yeah, we might get some uh, backstory on that. Yeah. But they don't say whether or not Ellie had to kill her or not. But we know that Ellie never turned. So obviously she fi- she figures that something's wrong. And that's when I imagine she goes to Marlene and tells her what happened to Riley. Says, hey, I got bit. Riley already turned. I, I didn't. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's that. You know, that's the end of the like what happens in Boston. Now, in the actual game, you know, this is they're intertwining this with what's happening in the current time. Which I think was a smart thing. And remember how I told you earlier I wished I could have played through the DLC in chronological order? I thought back to that, and I was like, that would be really weird to start the game at the mall. Because you would start the game at the mall and play through the entire mall. That would have been really bizarre. A second playthrough would be good, but it would have been bizarre to never have played the game and have started it there. I'm pretty sure. Right. Well, not to mention they would have had to pepper it with a bunch of tutorial and stuff like that. And then you play as Ellie in the mall, but then the rest of the game you play as Joel. Yeah. (laughs) You know, would have been weird. It would have been weird. Yeah. So in Colorado, like I said, Ellie's looking for supplies. Uh, She does find like, I guess, like a, like a, like a pharmacy. And she thought she found some supplies, but it didn't work out. But then she finds like a, a medical chopper that has crashed into the actual mall. But it's up above and she needs to get to it. So you spend some time doing that. Like, this is all just gameplay stuff, right? Uh, figuring out some things, a uh, little, little, some light puzzle solving, uh, making it through some infected, you know, thing, fighting off infected. And you get your supplies. But when you get the supplies, you start to hear that there's somebody else in the mall. Like, you know, you hear shooting. So obviously, those are humans. It's David's men, and they tracked you down into the mall. You so, fight quite a few of them, too. Yeah, you fight a lot of them. Um, so you have to make your way back. You know, you have to make your way back through the mall to get to Joel. But the thing I found interesting about the DLC that you don't really see in the main game, there were areas where they mixed infected with David's men. Like, they're all in the area at the same time. So you have options. You can 
let David's men come in, kill the infected. You can, or you can alert the infected, like basically throw a brick toward David's men and it like wakes up the infected. And now you have the two of them fighting against each other. Yep. Yeah. And I thought that was neat. They probably just thought about it later, you know, and threw that in, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So there was one, like the, there was one where, uh, you know, basically I'm on the opposite side of where I need to be. And David's men are pushing toward me and there's a room full of infected to the right. And I basically, I throw the brick, wake them all up. You know, they're running around fighting the infected because the infected attracted them because they're making noise. They're shooting them. And I just book it to the other end. <laughs> <laughs> I booked it to the other end. And then I actually ended up uh, w- killing off the survivors. Whoever survived, that just killed the last few of them. Smart. Them all. Now, in the, in the mall, like at the point, like they know where Joel is. It's locked up. I guess maybe they could tell because like they, they saw like hoof prints or something. I don't know. But they know where Joel is and they're trying to get the gate unlocked. And if you take too long, they'll unlock the gate and they'll get in there and they'll kill, kill Joel. So you can't just take your, your time. So oh, it actually puts. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can't you can't take your time. You can't like uh, uh, it puts some pressure on you. So I actually probably went a bit louder than expected than, than, than I thought. Like than I, I normal. Yeah, the normal. So I actually went downstairs, and the guy, I, the first people I killed were the ones that were trying to unlock the gate. Because actually, if you kill them, they'll just keep sending more people down to unlock the gate, and you just keep silently killing them with the bow or something like that. But there does come a point where you think everybody is dead, and you end up, and like you know, somebody ends up shooting at you from upstairs, and there's a whole different group of David's men you got to fight. And that's that that's right. one's a bit tougher because they're all coming at you at the same time. From, so yeah, you're at the bottom of the escalator. You are in a bad position. So, I mean, the best thing to do is just to try to find a place to hide for a second and cool off and let them reset. And then they go back to doing what the other guys are doing, which is getting into, they're just like, Oh, well, can't find her. <laughs> and then like, they go back to trying to open up the gate. Yeah. I, I, I did really grow to love the, the bow. Like, didn't like it in the beginning, like you talked, but once you worked that sucker up, man, I grew to love that thing. Yeah, it's it's a good tool. So, you know, once you kill off David's men, you actually end up, you know, you get into where uh, Joel is. You patch him up the best you can, uh, which apparently she says she has experience with, you know, sewing up wounds, which I'm, I'm assuming she's referring to her and Riley when they got bit. And I think she was taught. Such, and like I said, well, she was in military school yeah. as well, so she probably knows how. Uh, but yeah, that's, she, she gets, well, she attaches like something like, like, uh, uh, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. She attaches something to the horse to carry Joel on and they, yeah. that's how, the, that's how she moves Joel to think of house. it, think of it as like what they, the stretcher they put people on when you get injured on a mountain skiing, like I'm sure people have right. seen that in movies, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's basically a stretcher. Yeah. So another side story that takes place in the like in the present time in Colorado is what happened to the chopper, the people on the chopper. And this is all almost it's almost all notes you got to read. And there is one recording. Did you follow that? Did you get all that stuff? No, no. So basically, they were carrying somebody who was sick. That person turned, they turn while the chopper is in the air. So there was no bite marks. They said the, the, the person must have inhaled spores. Because there was no bite marks or anything. So that person causes the chopper to go down. 
only three of them live. Uh, apparently the chopper going down riles up some infected. One of them gets bit. So the first note says that when the guy got bit, he accepted his fate and they executed like the protocol, which was to kill him. And they say, he said his fate, but when you read a later note and they turns out that they were lying, basically the guy was like crying. Like, I'm not like, you know, I'm not infected. I'm not infected. Don't kill me. And they held him down and they shot him in the head. That's how they got rid of the first guy. Yeah. Uh, so this there was another guy who got bit, but instead of killing them, they just they sawed off his arm, right, and sewed it up. And so now there's two of them. There's a woman and a man. The woman actually she's she's thinking to herself, I should just kill him. I should just kill him. And then she actually left. She left, and she said she got about ten miles away. And then she felt bad, and she came back. That's what it says. And. You know, I guess the protocol is if you get bit, you know, you can saw off the arm or the the appendage before. They do that in a lot of like zombie stuff. I just feel like that's that that you know trope in zombie type stories just doesn't make sense because as soon as you get bit, like it's going through your bloodstream, it's everywhere. Right, right, yeah. So, but um, that's that. Them's the rules, Bob. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yep. But either way. She was better off leaving him because what happens is he gets, uh, well, so far, I think he starts going crazy. Like, I don't think he's actually infected, but he starts going like a bit crazy. And she, he actually ends up killing her because he thinks that she is going to kill him. Yeah, that's him. Followed sh- this. Yeah. And him shooting her riles up some infected. The infected chased him. And as he's being chased, he makes his way into. This, uh, as he's being chased, his stitches pop on his arm because they had to sew off his arm. So they, they like, you know, sewed up, they sewed up the, uh, the, the wound the best they can. And now his arm is bleeding profusely and he cra- cra- crawls into a vent and he sits in the vent and he realizes he's going to die because he can't stitch up his arm by himself. So he kills the only person that can help him. And then he dies from bleeding out. That's what happens. That was a voice recording. So That's there was crazy. a side. A, yeah. Just to let you guys know, if you do ever have to saw off your arm in a post-apocalyptic world, you're going to need to cauterize the wound, which is where you get something extremely hot and you put it on the wound. You're not going to be able to sew that up. Yeah. Like, uh, just kill me. I'll just, just let me die. <laughs> um, oh, man. You could fire a gun a couple times, maybe heat that up, use that. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, I'm just, you know, you know, throwing, throwing out ever, some ideas being helpful. If you ever need to do this, this is how you do it. <laughs> yeah, but that, I mean, that's pretty much it. That was the whole DLC. Like I said, even that last part was just a side, kind of like a side story for the DLC. And like, then that pretty much wraps up The Last of Us. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm big, I'm big excited about the second one. This has been an interesting show for me, Ja, because. Normally, I'm cracking a lot of jokes and stuff, but the storyline is so serious, I just don't feel like I can do it lots of times. Right, yeah. I mean, it definitely is uh, a bit different than what you find, especially back then in 2013. So, but so what, like, what happens now with the show is, uh, you know, we're obviously going to cover The Last of Us Part Two, but what we're going to do, and we'll probably might change this as we play the game 
But right now, the plan is to release episodes week for week. Uh, you know, we know we'll cover some of the game each week. Um, but like I said, that might change because who knows? We might play the entire game throughout the weekend that it comes out. Yeah, dude, I'm um, pretty sure I'm going to binge it pretty hard. Right. But we could, you so, know, we could space it out. Right. Yeah. Well, like I said, depend, it really depends on how often we can record, when I can edit and get the stuff together. You know, I don't want to promise, oh, yeah, we're going to have a bunch of episodes out in a week in the first week or two. And then I just can't do it. So right now, the plan is to release episodes week for week. So if you want to follow along with us there, you can do that. Um, and yeah, we're going to be starting that back up on the 22nd. The game comes back, game comes out on the 19th. So we'll record over the weekend uh, sometime between the 19th and the 21st. And we'll have a new episode out on the 22nd. And, and uh, yeah, when the game does come out, we would love because, you know, we won't read it. We won't read the spoilers channel until we're done with the game. But we might be done with the game well before we do some of the episodes, some of the episodes. So, I mean, give us your thoughts in the spoiler channel of what you think about the story, you know. And, you, you know, I'd love to read those and process those, you know before even doing some of the episodes. So jump in our Discord. Yeah, absolutely. Because the spoiler channel isn't just for the spoilers that are out right now, right? Uh, the ones that you can get uh, right now before the game comes out. The spoiler channel is to talk about story and to be mindful of people who maybe haven't gotten to that part of the story yet. So... Yeah, if you're going to talk story even after the game comes out, please use the spoiler channel. Do not use the uh, regular, you know, Last of Us channel. Yeah, and I will right. read that after I'm done with the game. I'm super excited to hear what other people think, too. Yeah, absolutely. And we want to hear what you have to say about, you know, the first game, The Last of Us. So right now, uh, you know, if you have any comments or questions about, you know, anything we talked about in the previous episodes or, you know, the story of the DLC. You know, you can, you know, you can be, uh, talk to us in the discord. You can reach out via email, which is contact at mash.gg. You can reach out to us on Twitter. So Bob, why don't you, why don't you give them your uh, Twitter where they can find you? All right. You can find me on Twitter at blazon underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. How about you, Joe? Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Josh Tradamus. And, uh, yeah, well, you might as well, you can also find me streaming here on twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. And, uh, yeah, like I said, you know, reach out to us. Our discord is mash.gg slash discord. If you want to hop in and have conversation, uh, join the rest of the community. Uh, you know, we have a bunch of games in there. People, people, play, people play a bunch of different games in there. There's a bunch of different topic channels. Is there a discord link on the actual website too? I think so i'm not sure i have to double check i'm in the middle of building a brand new website so i have to remember what's on the old one what's on the new <laughs> one uh so yeah i think there is there's i think there's a discord link in the show like if you go to the shows there would be discord links there so cool either way but i said mash.gg slash discord in case i'm wrong uh yeah like i said we want to hear from you and also, if you enjoy the show and you want to help us out, the best way to do that is to share the show with others and rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And if you want to take your support a bit further, you can do so at Patreon, which is patreon.com slash mash those buttons, where you can support mash buttons for as little as $1 a month. 
Uh, we do have tiers that grant early access to content as well as exclusive content. Uh, so you can check that out. It's very helpful. Thank you very much. Uh, you can also uh, support us on Teespring, which is teespring.com slash store slash mash those buttons. You can uh, drop a Twitch subscription to us if you w- would like to support in that way, which is twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. And we encourage you guys to stay tuned after the show to hear more about mash those buttons. So thank you guys very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the first part of our series. We are survivors and uh, we will see you on the 22nd. See ya. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 